Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. I hope you've had a great week. It's always good to come to an end of a week. It's a beautiful day here where we are, as you can see. And uh, we certainly hope you like these outdoor uh, editions. We know we do. I want to continue today in our relationship series. All right. And what I want to talk today about is compatibility. And you might think, well, that's, wait a minute. That's kind of weird. Why are you talking about compatibility? Aren't we all compatible with God? Why? How does this relate? Uh, not as much as you might think. And uh, I'll explain. Kristen and I, are a great match for each other, okay, insofar as there's a lot of overlap in our personalities, a lot of overlap in our interests. We're both really, really big thinkers, okay? Both of us, you know, have big dreams and big goals, and we complement each other as far as that goes. We both have a really good sense of humor and a similar sense of humor. We, we, we can talk just for hours on end to each other. We can get really deep with each other. I mean, Kristen and I were just really designed to be with each other. But that doesn't mean that we're exactly alike. And one of the things I think a lot of people get hung up on when they're looking for compatibility is they're looking for somebody who's basically like the carbon copy of them, just a member of the opposite sex. And this is where I think sometimes those dating sites like eHarmony kind of get things a little bit wrong because they're just trying to match up people who are exactly alike. And I don't think that's quite what makes the right relationships. You know, Kristen, for example, is very, very outgoing, okay? I'm kind of shy, especially in a crowd. Now, when we go into a crowded place where I don't know anyone and she doesn't know anybody, if I was by myself, you wouldn't even notice me. I'd be against the wall somewhere and you wouldn't even know I was there. Kristen, when she walks into a room, everybody knows she's there. Now, you might think that that we're incompatible that way, but actually it works out nicely because it helps me come out of my shell a lot. Okay, Kristen loves to dive headfirst into things. I am extremely cautious. Again, Here's an area where you might think we're incompatible, but actually it's good because I pull her back and bring her kind of more towards the middle and she pulls me out of my comfort zone and brings me more towards the middle. And so we both, we kind of, um, we kind of average out uh, the other one's extremes. She loves traveling. I really don't like traveling, but I want to like traveling. Okay. So she, she pulls me out of that. Kristen is extremely, extremely comfortable on camera. She's a, an actress. She's done television shows. She's done movies. She's done TV commercials. Okay. She's done print modeling, everything. She is the most comfortable person in the world on camera. I am really comfortable in front of a large crowd talking, but I've never been comfortable in front of a camera. It's taken me a while to, to break out of that. Okay. But both of us, you know, both of us have a heart for God and a heart to do big things. And so, you know, her, she's helped me a lot in terms of being more comfortable on camera. So the point is simply this, you, you know, God knew ahead of time what we were, okay? And she helps me a lot in, in certain areas of growth. I help her a lot in certain areas of growth as well in terms of, you know, uh, giving her a sense of security and, you know, of protection and providing for her and things like that. So God wasn't looking for two people who are perfectly identical because what's the point? He's looking for two people who together, they're very compatible, but, you know, where one is weak, the other is strong, and they help each other um, 
come out of their insecurities, come out of their comfort zones, and they use God uses the other person to smooth out a lot of your rough edges as well. Okay, Kristen, you know my personality has really dramatically increased because of Kristen. I've learned and you know to be a lot more sensitive, and it's caused a lot more introspection, and that's part of growth. Now, what does this have to do with God? Well, guess what? You're not exactly very compatible with God right now, are you? Okay, because God has this image of you. He wants to perfect you just like Jesus Christ. And that's like a really tall task, isn't it? Like, how in the world can I be perfect like Jesus Christ? Well, that's the goal. And that's the idea, okay, that God wants to use the image of Christ, okay, what he is, to smooth out your rough edges, to bring you out of your comfort zone, okay, to to help you overcome your securities, but also to help smooth out a lot of your, persona- frankly, personality defects. That's what they are. And I was going to, like, change the word to make it nicer, but that's what it is. And we all have personality defects. You know, we're, none of us are perfect. We all have fears. Okay, but Christ helps us overcome the fears. I don't, I never really had an anger problem, anything like that, but I know a lot of people do. It's something people struggle with. God help, wants to help you overcome that. There are all kinds of addictions that God wants you to, you to overcome, including, frankly, a lot of sexual addictions. God wants you to overcome that as well. Okay. Maybe you have difficulty in terms of, of, of dreaming big, or maybe you're having difficulty providing, whatever it is. Okay. You have to understand you are not what God wants you to be yet. But you were made in the image of God with a destiny, okay, to be perfected in God. And that's how you build up your relationship with him. Just like you build up your relationship with your partner by, you know, being with that person. And you kind of, uh, you, you sort of meld your personalities together. And together, you know, you're greater than the sum of the individual parts. It's the same thing with God. He doesn't want you to be the same person at the end of today as you were at the beginning of today. Okay. Now, look, all of us have difficulty overcoming some things. And that's fine. Nobody expects, you know, you, you to become, uh, you to overcome everything overnight. And one of the mistakes we make, especially with newer Christians, is we expect them to just convert like that. You know, they say the call to salvation. All of a sudden, the next day, you're like, well, why is that person still smoking cigarettes? You know, why, why did that person drink a beer? Why did that person, you know, use profanity? Why is he watching movies he shouldn't watch? Well, because things take time sometimes. There are certain times, you know, there's some, some things you can just drop. And it's easier for some people than others. And and for other people, it's part of the journey. It's part of the process. But, you know, if you're five or ten years into the process and you're still doing the things you were ten years earlier, then you got a problem. All right? So my point is simply this. You're probably not compatible with God right now insofar as compatible means you are what God wants you to be. Okay? There's, there's a very different image of you that God wants you to grow in. Just like... Just like with Kristen and I, you know, we are better together because we're growing each other by by constantly, you know, grinding kind of the rough edges against each other to smooth to smooth it out. So the point is simply this: it's it's not it's not something that you should be afraid of. When you're finding a partner, you have to find the person that God wants you to be with. And yeah, there should be a lot of overlap between the two of you. But don't expect that everything is going to be exactly the same between you. Because what the heck would be the point? Why would God bring t- together two people who are identical? How can He do a great work for you then? And it's the same thing with God. Understand that every day He's trying to smooth out your edges and he disciplines those he loves. And for a lot of people, if you know, you're know you stuck praying for something and you're not seeing your prayers answered, ask ask God what edges need to be smoothed out because maybe that's how he's trying to get your attention, all right? So my point is this, guys. Compatibility doesn't necessarily mean that that you guys, you know, go like this and you're just, you know, all your grooves fit together. It A lot of times it means that you have a lot of rough edges that need to be smoothed out. And, and just like, you know, with Chris and I, we're constantly trying to build each other up and get past those things. 
and build on top of those things, build a stronger foundation. It's the same thing with your relationship with God, where you have to every day commit to letting God smooth out your imperfections and build on top of those. All right. That's my message for you today. So good and so true. There's so many ways. I mean, I, in this past year, personally have grown so much since I've known you, Jordan, because you definitely have come alongside and, and those strengths that you have have really helped centered me. Why don't you tell people about my strengths? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you notice by the moment I was done with my sermon, I glanced over to see if you liked it? Like, I just need your approval that much. I was like done and then I looked oh, over at you. Well, I need your approval just as much. Just keep so your voice good. up though, because remember, we don't have I, a microphone in I front know. of us. Uh, yeah, I we know. We have to project into the phone. I know. So your strength is yeah. keeping your voice up. Yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> no, it's so funny because I was always thought I was loud, but I guess I'm not loud enough. <laughs> um, you know, there's so many things about you, Jordan, that are really amazing. And the fact that you have helped me grow so much in being, you have that calm strength, you have that centeredness, whereas I'm, because I'm so energetic and uh, kind of, you know, I, I don't want to say hyper, but kind of, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> um, you set, help center me and you're very good with the details. You're very good, like you said, of kind of, I need that balance out. And and so many, that's just the surface. There's so many different ways um, that you are just perfectly matched for me. But you know what I think is the coolest thing is that, and this is also one of your strengths, people always say, you know, God works, the verse, God works best in your weakness. And that is true. God wants to work in your weakness. But I've recently heard it said, you know, we focus so much on our weaknesses. I think that that's what the enemy wants us to do, that we don't see our strengths. And we compare our weaknesses to someone else's strengths. And what Jordan really does really well besides a lot of different things. And you probably could see that last night if you watched the words of affirmation that he constantly gives. Mm. He And just like now, just giving those words of affirmation and, and constantly talking about my strengths, talking about my strengths. Um, and that not only gives you confidence, but that helps your strengths grow even more. And I think sometimes we don't focus on those things. And God wants to, yes, God wants to work in our weaknesses. And yes, of course, break sin and break habits, of course. But what happens is I think we only focus on the weaknesses and God wants to cultivate our strengths. And that's what you, you do for me so well. You always, when you always talk about my strengths and that makes me even stronger in those areas. And that's what I love doing for you too, because you have so many strengths and there's so many ways which we are so, so, so similar, but then those, those ways that we're not, um, really feed each other. So um, that was a really great sermon. Thank you. I really liked it. Yeah. You, you, if I if I ever want to compliment my sermon, you always compliment my sermons. But the ones where I talk about you, you're like, that's a really great sermon. <laughs> like know. one where I build you up, you're like, that's I couldn't get up for that one. I I'm know. Gonna, I'm gonna go rewatch that one a bunch of times. <laughs> well, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's great. It's great how he builds me up. So yeah, this take is going a lot better than the previous take, by the way. <laughs> we like to have fun. Inside joke. Yes, we have fun. All right, so Kristen, um, can you lead us in prayer? And that please? was also our strengths at work there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I picked a really great verse for today. This one is First Corinthians thirteen, four, verses, and then seven and eight. Do you know what that is? I do, but tell everybody else. <laughs> Good. Good. Love is patient. Mm. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. 
It is not easily angered, keeps no record of wrongs, does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth, always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And since God is love, you can insert in every place where it says love, you can say God. God is patient. God is kind. God is all those things. And that's what he's doing in just to bring it full circle in in wanting us to be conformed to his image and wanting us to be really cultivate our strengths in him. So God, thank you that you are patient. You are kind. You do not envy or boast. You're not proud. You're not rude. You're not self-seeking. You're not easily angered. You keep no record of wrongs. You don't delight in evil. You rejoice in the truth. Mm. You protect, you trust, you hope, you persevere, and you never fail. God, those words are not just something to be glossed over. There's a lot that stands out, but keeping no record of wrongs, that's one that should stand out for a lot of people, Lord. Lord, we all have a past, and but the enemy wants to remind us of our past, but the Lord wants to remind us of our present and future in him. So I just want to speak to anyone who feels like they have gone too far from the grace of God. If you come to God and repent, he will separate your sin as far as east is from the west, and he will remember it no more. And if you are holding on to something they've already asked repentance for, you mm. let that go. Forgive yourself. I think we talked right. about when we talked about forgiveness, forgive yourself in Jesus name. Lord, the Lord wants you to do that because he wants to bring you in. That could be a barrier from, from the depth that he has for you. He doesn't want there to be any barrier. He just loves you so much. He wants an intimate relationship with you. And the Lord is protecting you The trust in him, hope in him. He's never going to fail. Never. The Lord never fails. Even if you don't think right now, what what is the plan, Lord? Lord, sometimes we look and we say, God, what what is going on here? I just want to speak to all those who feel that way. God has a plan. I feel like someone needs to know that today. God has a plan, and it is the best plan. Just hold on tight. Just stand and let him fight for you. In Jesus' name, Lord, fight for those who need, who need you on their behalf, God. Lord, you are patient. You are kind. Oh, Lord, you, you are so good and your love endures forever. I pray for any person with, who struggles with anxiety right now. In Jesus' name, we pray. We pray your covering and blessing. I pray for any person who struggles with any sort of thing that they've been told that they are a certain way, that this is their fate, that mm. they just do this. This is just who they are. And instead of knowing that they have the, the opportunity to change that, no matter how many times they've ended up in that same rut, Today can be the day. You, I've heard it said that you can start a diet in the middle of a bag of potato chips. <laughs> and I like that. And uh, yeah, it may be a little more difficult, but it can be done. And God wants to do that. If you are feeling you're in the middle of something and you're just like, oh, I went back to that place. You can stop right now and repent and go to the Lord and he will clean you and make you new. And God, you have so many things for these people, Lord, that are listening. You have so much individually, Lord. I don't want to get lost. We're talking to a broad audience here. But God, I want to impress upon everyone how you, that we just as agents of you on this show, we want them to know that you have a personal, you want a personal, deep relationship with each person listening. You want that personal, deep connection, God. God, let them know and 
fall in love with you like never before in the greatest romance of all time. The story of what you've done on the cross, God, and how you're raised again to life, Lord. Bring every person listening, the sound of my voice, bring them in deeper, God. Bring them into the individual calling, the unique plan. I don't think it's preached enough that the unique purpose and plan on your life, God has a unique thing. Don't give up. Press into him. When it feels, when you feel like giving up, try one more time and don't try in yourself. Just let go and rest in the Lord. Jesus has so much for you. This is only the beginning. Just listen to his voice and just, just sit at his feet and say, God, I need you. God, I need you. And he's going to just wash you, make you new and give you the best life that you could ever ask for. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Great, great job. I love that. Thank you. All right. So let's get to our prayer request. How many do we have today, sweetie? We have nine. Ding, okay, it's not bad. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Let's see if I can count. All right. Oh, ten. I'm going to start with one uh, friend of mine. Sorry, excuse me, before I forget. So a friend of mine named Nicole, who I hope is watching this, wants us to pray for her situation, uh, especially at work. First, we're going to pray for her health also, because she's had a lot of health problems. But also, you know, just pray that uh, her boss treats her more nicely and stays in the spirit instead of the flesh and uh, learns to value her. Uh, a lot more than apparently she does and doesn't get herself overtired and things like that. So I'm just going to pray. Father God, in Jesus' name, we lift our friend Nicole up to you. In the whole situation, God, we know that you, uh, sometimes things look impossible. And I was even saying to myself today in in the car right over here, like, that's just an impossible situation because, you know, that's a, maybe the person's difficult. But God, you love impossible situations because if it wasn't for impossible situations, we'd have no need for miracles. And then how... How would you show your greatness, right? So, God, I pray that you totally fix that impossible situation with her boss and that uh, that she learns to, to value Nicole and the contribution she makes. And, God, we also pray for her health and her safety and her prosperity. We pray she's totally healed. And the next time she goes to the doctors, they have nothing but good reports for her. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay, our first prayer, or second prayer request, I should say, is from Behil, and she says to pray for her because she had, um, she was operated, um, I'm going to paraphrase this because I think it's, um, not sure what she's trying to say here, but from her pregnancy, um, she, there was a cyst on her right ovary that's causing some complications, and so she's asking the Lord to normalize that and then also provide for the financial needs from that, um, for the hospital bills. So Lord, I just, I, I pray for Bahil. Lord, I pray you touch her entire body. God touch this, um, touch this right ovary and, and just help everything to work the way it's supposed to work. God, just bring about your healing. God, Lord, you have you have healing for all of us. And I look in the Bible so many times at what you did for women, the women, the woman with the issue of blood and so many women that you healed and you had compassion on God and your heart for women is so huge. And I just pray, I know you want to heal the hill. So I just pray your healing and your blood over the situation and for her entire future that you have for her, for her finances, heal all of that in Jesus name, come in and do what only you can do. May her body line up with the will of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good work. Okay. Okay, we have several. I guess we'll go to this one. Yeah. Oluchi says, 
Good to you, wonderful ones. Okay, thank you. I thank you for your time and prayers. May God strengthen you more. It sounds like she's praying for us. Yeah. Please, I need healing. I have been sick, suffering from unknown sickness for years now. Healing, please. Hmm. Well, first of all, Luchi, you say it's an unknown sickness, but it's known to God. So let's start with that. So, Father God, first of all, I pray that, that what this... Just leave it up so I can yep. see it. I pray that whatever the sickness is, that number one is revealed to Aluchi. Number two, I pray for her total healing. I pray, you know, I feel like the, like saying to her that the healing is actually already in her body. Mm. It just needs to like, it's like it's packaged in her body. It just needs to be released to flow through her body. So God, I pray for that. If God, if anything, if, if, if she needs to resolve anything in her life, if there's some unforgiveness, if there's anger, even fear, I think gets in the way of healing. Whatever it is, God, just reveal that to her so she can get past it. God, we pray that this is, I pray this is not one of these, you know, situations where, you know, Paul complains he has a thorn in his side and you say, well, my grace is sufficient for you. God, I think you've brought this person here to, she obviously prays for us. She's a blessing to us. Now we pray that you bless her for us, God. We know you, your, your life said, sorry, your life, your, your word says that by your stripes, we were healed. And so we pray your total healing for Aluchi. We pray the sickness is made known, that if it's something that's treatable, that she gets the right treatment. If it's not treatable, God, either way, that you do a miracle for her. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Clarice sent us a message saying that um, she's been living, she's been married to her husband for four years. She's been living apart from him. I don't know if it's been the entire marriage or what, but she needs a visa. And it's not going through. So, Lord, we pray for Clarice and her husband that you would reunite them, God, and that you would make a way where there seems to be no way. And whatever is in the the obstacle in the path, um, both physically, geographically speaking, and if also emotionally in every single way, God, that you would reunite them and um, give them a wonderful marriage in you and just just help them in every step of their journey. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, Sanjip. West Bengal. What does that mean? Uh, West Bengal. And what does it mean? Oh, pray for West Bengal? Yeah, and his ministry Okay, there. okay. Sanjib, uh, thanks for joining us. Father God, we pray for Sanjib. We pray for the entire area of West Bengal. And we pray for Sanjib's ministry, whatever that is. We pray actually that not only does his ministry have an abundance of resources, but that it, it helps an abundance of people and that you grow it beyond even what his dreams are. I pray you give him bigger dreams. Uh, my message to you, Sanjib, is despise not the day of small beginnings. I think that you you should pray for just multiplication growth for your ministry and for it to be a bright, shining light for all of West Bengal to see. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, for Andy, Andy's praying for a government job that he's been seeking. I love all the praise reports we've been getting. Actually, I'm reminded of so many people for the job opportunities that they prayed for. We've gotten praise reports, including government jobs. So, Andy, I pray. I can't wait to use that bell on your uh, the praise report bell in case you don't know what I'm talking about on your prayer request. Lord, we pray for Andy and his government job. We pray that you would come into that situation and match him up with the perfect job for him where he can be a light for you and provide for his family and just give him the exact job he's supposed to have and put him exactly where he's supposed to be in the center palm of your hand and in your will so that he can be a living um, model for Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good job. Prince? 
Prince says he's praying for financial open doors. You're not praying just for financial open doors. You're praying, Prince, that God will open the floodgates of heaven. Those are your open doors to pour out a blessing upon you. Now, listen, we've done a bunch of videos. Uh, there's a video I did in one of the series. There's only two series so far we've actually made on, on this page. One is this series here, the relationship series. The other is the um, importance of giving series. And one video in particular, the importance of giving in order to get financially. So I, I recommend you watch that. I'd also, for people who are suffering for financial need, you know, uh, a lot of times I'll pray the same prayer, God, which is show these people if there's something in their lives that needs to change or needs to be removed in order for you to bless them. We don't want any blockages. But we know, God, that that you have a, a hope and a plan for us, and the plan is to prosper us, not to harm us. The opening of Psalms says it very uh, explicitly. Everything we do will prosper if we follow you. Everything we put our hand to. So I pray that for, what's his name again? Prince. For Prince. That's a good name. He's royalty. He's a son of uh, the Most High God. Absolutely. So Prince, uh, we pray for total financial blessings for you. We pray an abundance of blessings. And I think, you know, you really, sometimes if you're praying for financial breakthrough, you got to start giving more than what you're comfortable giving. Sometimes even tithe for the level you're trying to achieve. So if you're, you know, regular tithe is whatever. I'm just going to make up a number. 100 bucks a week. Okay. And, and, and you're asking for your salary to be doubled. Maybe start double your tithe first. Okay. In anticipation of the doubling of the salary. Get what I'm saying? So you start tithing at 200 bucks a week, even though you're only still at the, at the, at the, the lower salary level. Okay. Tithe up to your next salary because I got news for you. You cannot, you cannot outgive God. But here's the thing. If you want to get to a level you've never been at, sometimes you got to do something you've never done before. Okay. So that's my message for you tonight. Uh, Prince, and my prayer for you as well, that you're blessed fully and abundantly. In Jesus' name, amen. That's a great point. I I did that um, with my business. I remember doing that, doubling my tithe, and it just it, it's amazing how God yep. really provides. Um, all these, these three you know, I just realized. Yeah. I, I, how funny is this? You remember, see, that for people who don't know, I run my own business, and so I don't have a, a, a paycheck the way normal people do. And um, I, I just kind of draw money as I need it. And it's, you know, some months it's kind of harder than others to figure out. And so recently, you know, I think I'd been behind in my tithing because, you know, there was a lot of money kind of going this way and that yeah, way in, in, really. in various accounts. And, and what I normally do is in, in the United States, April is tax season. That's kind of when you really figure out what you made the previous year. So for me, it's very hard to know what I made because I don't, I know that sounds strange because you should know, but it's hard to know with precision mm -hmm. until really the bookkeepers and the accountants kind of get in and they figure out everything that your business did. And so, you know, what I did recently is, and, and you were there for this, is I, I went through my books finally and I figured out exactly what I owed uh, up to that point. It was basically, I think we did this about a month and a half ago when I really figured out, okay, and I owed this much money. And you remember I gave um, as far as a tithe, I gave half to your church because yes. you, I was in, we we're in the basement, I did that right in the computer yeah. and we were looking at uh, other places to give and I gave half to my old church. And I just, it just occurs to me, I, how, I don't believe I didn't realize this, that, that right after that is when I settled those two cases. I settled the one for 50,000 and then this past week I just settled the one for a million. Wow. And it was just like, like, I don't think that would have happened if I hadn't been yeah. tithing into that. Yeah. So, so there you go. I tie, I, I, I should have, tithe sooner i guess i feel there like you go. i see like a cloud above your head like mind blown <laughs> no seriously it just i'm telling here i am telling you a tithe yeah and it, it, it i was a little bit disorganized and i finally got my 
I had to actually create a spreadsheet to figure out how much I actually owed in as far as tithing. And no, when I figured awesome. it out, I I gave that money. And then how how long ago was that? Like a month ago, right? Yeah, that was yeah, pretty. That was a month ago. Wow! And then it just happened. So there you go. Wow! You you need the belt belt. Yeah, I need the belt. Ding. (laughs) For your own story. Okay, so these three are are uh, kind of the same generic. So I'll just finish off with these three. Janet asked for continued prayer for her family. Debbie says pray uh, for my family and Easton as well. So. For Janet, Debbie, and Easton, Lord, we pray for them and their families. God, you know the specifics. You know, I I feel like sometimes when people pray, they just say pray. It's not because they're even wanting to be generic, but they don't even know what to pray. And they're just asking for the Holy Spirit to come in because sometimes it's more than one thing. It's everything all at once. But I feel like for these three people, just because you feel like, oh my goodness, it's everything all at once, so it will be your victory, and your promise, God's going to deliver in all of those areas all at once. So for your health and wellness of your family, both financially, physically, spiritually, in every way, and the plans and purposes that God has for you, and the unity and the harmony, and 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 just the amazing dreams he's laid out for your family, I pray that, that would God would make that known to you, that pray that you would have deeper intimacy with Jesus and walk in his amazing way. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. All right, love. Good show. So, um, guys, this is the most important part of the show. It's a call to salvation. I don't know why I always do the introduction for it. I mean, it's your... No, it's, it's your, it's no it's I your like segment. when you do it. I, I wouldn't... I, I need you to. Okay. All right. Well, this is the call to salvation. It's the most important part of the show, which is why we let Kristen do it, because she's just amazing. But this is the part where if you don't know Christ, just repeat after Kristen, and then you know, you're part of the kingdom. And if you do know Christ... Uh, and you just want to recommit your life, this is also a good time to do it. And if you do know Christ and you don't need to recommit your life, but you want to lead other people to Christ, just memorize this prayer and just say it with them. And, and there you go. And we want to hear about that too. Go ahead, yes. Kristen. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, leave us a comment on the video or send us a message. We want to know about it and we want to help you get into the next step. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks for watching. I just like doing this. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for 30 minutes to do this. I want to do it. All right, guys. Thanks so much for watching. Um, we really hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you got something out of it. Please like and share. Someone last night, no joke, shared our video a hundred times. Woo-hoo! Okay. So, uh, that's your challenge. Share it a hundred times each. <laughs> Seriously. But, um, hope you had a great week. We hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you again Monday. It's going to be another recorded episode, I expect. So please get in your prayer requests early so we can get to them. All right. In the meantime, guys, please, uh, have a great weekend. And as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.